Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. So excited to have you. You know that I'm very, very grateful to have you listening in to the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. Now, having said that, I want to be completely upfront and transparent with this podcast episode and let you know that um, I am really, really nervous about this podcast episode. In fact, there's a lot of questions and a lot of thoughts in my mind as to whether or not I will actually air this episode of the podcast uh, just because of the nature of the topic that I'm sharing with you guys. Uh, I worry, is uh, is this going to be a topic that uh, you will understand and, and will resonate with you? Or is in some way this going to alienate some of my audience Uh, But uh, I do stand by the principle, the leadership principle that I'm going to be uh, sharing with you in this podcast episode, Uh, but I just don't know if the way that I'm going to share it, if it resonates, and it may even alienate uh, some of you. That is certainly not my intention, Uh, but I want to share with you a a really, really important leadership principle with you here today. Uh, And before I do that, let me uh, remind you about the Leadership Calculator you can head over to credibleleadership.com. I'm sorry, credibleleaders.com uh, forward slash calculator. And that'll take you right into the leadership calculator that you can use for calculating your leadership effectiveness. A free tool that we're making available to you. I highly encourage you to take advantage of that. Uh, Peter Drucker once said, what gets measured gets improved. And here at the Credible Leadership Group, that's exactly what we want to help you do. We want to help you measure your leadership effectiveness and improve your leadership effectiveness. And so we've made available to you this free tool, the Leadership Calculator, for that purpose of measuring your leadership. So be sure you take advantage of that. Again, you can head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. And that uh, is where you can utilize our leadership calculator. Now, as we kind of dive into this topic that has made me so nervous, uh, let me give you kind of the background of the story, the history uh, around this topic, and uh, that'll kind of lead into me teaching you a little bit uh, on this leadership principle. So uh, a couple of weeks back now, uh, I was kind of closing out a group coaching session, a group leadership coaching session uh, with a group of individuals that uh, I've been coaching for quite some time now. And over that course of time, we've been meeting on a, on a weekly basis. And over that course of time, we've just built a lot of really good relationships among this small group. There's, uh, well, there's eight of us total, uh, seven of them plus me. Um, but there's eight of us total. And we've, we've uh, just grown closer together as, as leaders, as individuals, uh, you know, as people. And so uh, we were closing out one of those um, co- uh, group coaching sessions. And it was just kind of off the top of my head. It it just, this statement came out of my mouth. It wasn't something that I had planned to say. I wasn't in some way um, even considering the the impacts that uh, this statement might have. Uh, 
but we, we were on a Zoom call and I could see everyone. And as soon as I made the statement, then I could kind of see a, a, a few of the guys um, kind of made these facial expressions that uh, looked puzzled and, and, and things like that. Um, and then afterwards, I, I sent everybody an email, kind of got their, uh, their response to that, um, to that statement as well. And, and some further explanation uh, was, uh, was had uh, re regarding uh, the, the statement that I made. But let me tell you the statement I made, and then I want to talk with you a little bit about the leadership principle behind that statement. Because again, I, I, it was impromptu. I wasn't planning to say this statement, uh, but even though that's the case, I certainly stand by the, the leadership principle that is represented in the statement that I shared in that group coaching session. Uh, so here, again, we're closing out a Zoom call. All of our coaching session is essentially over at this point, and uh, we're basically just, you know, saying goodbye to to, uh, to one another. And this statement is what I shared with those in my group coaching session. I said this as we closed out. I love you guys because that's what leaders do. I love you guys because that's what leaders do. That's the statement that I shared with that group coaching session and again, as I did, I could see individuals' faces and I could see, I mean, no one had any kind of reaction visually anyway that I could see that was just disgust or, or objection of some sort. But there were some kind of some puzzled looks on the faces of those uh, in my group coaching session. And so for, for that reason, I kind of felt the need to, to go back and follow up with them and so forth. Uh, but let me kind of explain the leadership principle that is related to that statement, right? I love you guys because that's what leaders do. Now, if you've heard any other podcast episode, probably you, you've heard me talk about what we at the Credible Leadership Group utilize as the leadership definition, right? What we use as the foundation, the definition of leadership for the purpose of all of our leadership teaching. And we use this definition of leadership, influencing others towards a shared goal. And I'm not going to break down uh, all the components or all the elements of that de definition, but I am going to reiterate with you the, the first word, influencing. We use the word influencing because that word carries with it this idea of a willingness to follow, right? You've probably heard me many times talk about leadership is not about authority or title or position or rank or any of those things. Um, you've even heard me say leadership is about relationship, right? And that word influencing in our definition, again, carries with it this idea that people are willing to follow you, okay? A willingness to follow. People don't willingly follow you just because you have a title of boss or you are higher in the org chart than them, or you outrank them, right? When that's the case, they're following you out of fear or out of obligation, right? It's this, this fear that you could fire them, and so they better do what you tell them to do. Well, that's not a willingness to follow. And as leaders, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for team members that are willing to follow us. And in fact, we want our team members to kind of have this attitude of, I would follow her anywhere, or I would follow him anywhere, right? That's the kind of thought or attitude that we want our 
team members to have. Now, that word influencing and this idea of a willingness to follow, again, that's not based on rank or authority or title or position or any of those things. That's based on the relationship. Now, you've probably also heard me talk about our leadership equation. That's the equation that's used in the calculator that I was uh, talking to you about earlier. And in the leadership equation, relationship is a multiplier in that equation. Additionally, motive, the reason you want to be a leader, is a divisor in the equation. And so those two elements of the equation, your motive and then your relationships with your team members, both of those components have a tremendous impact, either positively or negatively, on your leadership effectiveness, okay? So for instance, your motive, it's a divisor in the equation, and your motive is based on the perception your team members have of your motives in being a leader, your motives in making decisions or asking them to do something. If they believe, if they perceive your motives to be selfish, then that's going to greatly reduce your leadership effectiveness. On the other hand, relationship is a multiplier. And it's a multiplier, and that's important because that means relationship can help you overcome shortcomings in any of the other variables within the leadership equation. So even if your motives in some way are questioned, again, that would tend to drastically reduce your leadership effectiveness. But even if that's the case, if your motives are questioned at a high level, but yet you have really good close relationships with your team members, then those relationships will overcome the shortcoming in motive and questioning your motive. So what will happen in someone's mind there, you will ask them to do a, a, a task, to do a job that, that no one likes to do. And at first, they're questioning your, your motives. At first, they're thinking to their mind, well, why is he asking me to do that? You know, what did I do to him that he's asking me to do that and so forth? But then their mind quickly goes to the relationship and they think to themselves, well, I have a really good relationship with him. I know that he has the best interest of the team at heart and, and so forth. And so that relationship has now overcome that questioning of the motives. Right? So that's why relationship is a, um, is a multiplier in the equation. And so to go back to this statement that I made to the group coaching session, I love you guys because that's what leaders do. You have to recognize that that statement impacts both of those two variables in the leadership equation, relationship as well as motive. And so what that statement does, one, it tells those individuals that I feel like I have a high level of relationship with them. It also tells those individuals that I value that high level of relationship with them. But it also speaks to motive, right? It speaks to my motives are about you, right? Not about me. My motives aren't selfish. And in fact, my motives are selfless. Because again, my motives are about you guys as the team, you all as team members or, or the group collectively. Those are my motives. Right? That statement, I love you guys because that's what leaders do, that, uh, that speaks to motive. And again, it describes a selfless motive and not a selfish motive. Now, now let me, let me dive into the obvious 
part of this statement that makes people feel uneasy. And that is the very first part there where I say, I love you. Okay. Now I, I recognize, especially in the corporate world, well, even certainly in the military world, when I was uh, back in the Marine Corps, we would not have used that language. I love you. However, I would submit to you that we had, even in the Marine Corps, we had a camaraderie that was essentially love for one another. I mean, you, you hear about it all the time on the battlefield where one soldier or one Marine sacrifices their life for other soldiers and other Marines. Well, hear me clearly, that's love-based. That is not rank-based. Um, that is love-based, right? That is care for other people. Uh, and so we won't, we don't use that language. And, and again, in the corporate world, we don't use that language uh, either, not very often. Uh, I'm reminded of a book, um, Joel Mamby wrote a great book entitled Love Works. Love the book. You got to go check it out. Uh, it's a really, really good book, uh, but it's called Love Works. Uh, and, and he talks about this need to express love in the workplace. Um, and again, we get uneasy or we get uncomfortable when we start using the word love. And I believe some of that is related to the English language in general, um, because we, we have one word, this word love, and it means so many different things in our English language. Like, like I could tell you that I love hot dogs, but I can also tell you that I love my wife of 28 years. Now, you know, in the context of that sentence, that those are two different things, right? I, I don't love hot dogs the same way that I love my wife of 28 years, right? And you recognize that in the context of that sentence. But the challenge is that in the English language, we just have this one word. I know in the Greek language, for instance, uh, there's at least four different words um, that would represent our word love. I believe there's four, and there may be even five. I can't remember, but there's um, there's different words to represent um, I love a hot dog than there is I love my wife, right? And, but the challenge for us in the English language is we just have this one word. Now, we, you know, we could use the word like or, or something like that, certainly. But, but as we get comfortable with this idea of using the word love, we need to recognize that, or here's one of the things that I recognize, and again, I stand behind this leadership principle, is that I have recognized over the years that love is really, it's a decision. Now, we get all twisted up about the word love because we feel like it's an emotion or a feeling or something like that, right? Well, I have to feel love for my spouse, for my wife. Uh, well, and again, I've been married almost 28 years now, and I'll just tell you, I don't always have that feeling of love. I mean, we may have an argument or we may have a really stressful season in our life or something like that. And that that emotion or that feeling of love is just not there. OK, but that doesn't mean that I don't love my wife. And so for that reason, that's why I view love as a decision that I'm making. And essentially what that means is every single day I'm getting up and I'm making the decision that I'm going to love my wife today. Um, I also view love as a verb. One, it's a decision, but also it's a verb in my opinion. So I'm going to do something 
that demonstrates love to my wife today. Okay. Now, as I make that decision and as I take that action, what oftentimes uh, occurs then is then the feelings and the emotions that I'm looking for, they come back. Okay. So I'm oftentimes, as I talk about motive with leaders and I coach and teach on motive, occasionally I will have a leader and I really appreciate when they do this. I will have a leader that is transparent enough to say, well, you know, I'm not sure my motives for being a leader, my reason for being a leader is all that pure. You know, I just wanted to be a leader because I wanted to be a vice president. I wanted that title. I wanted that prestige. You know, I wanted these things. And so I always coach them that that's understandable. And and frankly, that's okay. I mean, that doesn't make someone a bad person, right? Now, I do say that, you know, you can't lead from that perspective, not for any kind of longevity, uh, you've got to change those motives. And so where they're hung up is, well, well, if that's not the way I'm feeling, well, then I can't change that, all right? I can't change the way I'm feeling. And I disagree with that that thought or that statement because what happens is if we will do the actions necessary, then that creates in us the feeling that we're, that we're looking for. Uh, again, another analogy, I often... Uh, coach this through expressing appreciation. I'll have leaders that look at me and say, well, my team is just doing what they're supposed to do. They're just doing their job. Why should I express appreciation for that? I, you know, I just view that as they're just doing their job. Nothing, nothing all that necessary for me to express appreciation for. But I'll express with them, if you will take the action to recognize someone and then you will Again, take the action to go to them and express your appreciation for them, the, the, the sincere appreciation that you have for the job that they're doing, even though it's just their job and they're just doing their job. If you will express your appreciation to them, then you will start to have feelings of appreciation for that team member as well as other team members. And again, it, it, this is not a marriage counseling a podcast episode at all. But when I get up in the morning and I make the decision to love my wife and I do some actions necessary to demonstrate that I love and care for my wife, then the feelings start to come along, right? Of, of love for my wife. So even when those, in those stressful moments or arguments or whatever it might be, um, taking the action to demonstrate the decision I've made to love her brings on the love emotions. Now, how does this relate to our team and our our leadership? Well, the exact same thing applies. I don't always like being a leader. There are stressful times, there are stressful situations, whatever it might be, right? There are personality conflicts within the team, or maybe there's personality conflicts between me and a member of the team. And what's necessary for me to do is one, to make the decision and then take the action necessary to demonstrate to those team members that I sincerely care about them, care about them as people, care about them as an individual person, not just care about what they can do for the team or the contribution they can make to our project or our, our achieving our goal or whatever, but I make the decision and take the action to demonstrate for them my sincere care for them as an individual. 
And when I do that, it's building the relationship and it's, it's clarifying my motives for my team members. And that is going to improve and increase my leadership effectiveness when I am making the decision and taking the action to demonstrate care and concern, sincere care and concern, which is essentially love, sincere care and concern for my team members, that's building relationship and that's clarifying my motives for them. And so when I make the statement, I love you guys, because that's what leaders do. What I'm saying is I've made the decision to do the actions necessary to demonstrate to, to you that I sincerely care and am concerned for you as a person. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying that's what leaders do. They make that decision and they take that action to show their people that they sincerely uh, care and are concerned about their people. And again, when you do that, it's going to greatly improve your leadership effectiveness. So I would encourage you, don't get all hung up on this word love. Don't get all twisted up about that. I mean, if you don't want to use the word love like I did, then that's fine. But what you want to do is make the decision no matter what the circumstances are, you make the decision that you're going to take the action necessary to show care and concern for those that you lead. Just like I do every single day in my now 28-year marriage, every single day I get up and I decide today I'm going to love my wife. Every single day when you get up, you make the decision today I'm going to love my team and I'm going to take the actions necessary to demonstrate to them that I love them. And why do that? Because that's what leaders do. So that's the statement I shared with uh, that uh, that group in, in, in the group coaching session and uh, later explained kind of through email and some, and some voicemails and, and so forth uh, because that's the leadership principle that I was re- referring to when I kind of made that impromptu statement to that group uh, coaching session. And again, I stand by that leadership principle. And I encourage you to utilize that leadership principle as well. And, you know, just kind of off the cuff here, I will say, I don't know if I'll actually do this or not. Um, Again, I may not even air this podcast episode, Uh, but you all have heard me sign off on this podcast episode many, many times. And then I, I do the same in emails and so forth. I will sign off with be blessed and lead well. I've even considered signing off or concluding my emails or my podcast episodes here with saying, I love you, because that's what leaders do. I don't know if I'll actually do that or not. Um, I will certainly stick with be blessed and lead well. I might also lead uh, or add to that. uh, I love you because that's what leaders do. But I sincerely mean that, right? I've made the decision to love you, to care for and be concerned about you sincerely. I've made the decision to do that. And I'm going to take the action necessary to demonstrate that to you as well. And I'm doing that because that's what good leaders are going to do. So I encourage you to do the exact same thing. And, and hey, by the way, I, I mentioned uh, group coaching sessions here on the on this podcast episode a number of times. If you are at all interested in group coaching sessions or even individual coaching sessions for that matter, uh, be sure you reach out to me. You can reach out to me. You can send me an email, michael at credibleleaders.com, or you can head over to our website, uh, credibleleaders.com forward slash coaching. 
you can go to either one of those, find out more information about coaching opportunities. If you had leadership situations, or maybe you have a lack of confidence in your leadership and you just feel like some, some help, some coaching in that would, uh, would benefit you. Uh, take advantage of that. And uh, I'd love to, to chat with you about that and the opportunity that's there. And again, don't forget about our leadership calculator. Uh, we talked a lot today about the equation. Our leadership calculator utilizes that equation to calculate your leadership effectiveness. So again, be sure you check that out. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator. And until I speak to you guys again next week, and in next week, we're going to have Sean Glaze back on the podcast for a second time. He has a great book out entitled Staying Coachable, and we're going to talk about that book. So I'm excited to share that podcast episode with you. But until I speak with you again, recognize this. I love you because that's what leaders do, and I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.